How are you, Sal? I'm very well. You're looking really lovely in that lovely hat. I know, and what do you reckon my hat in it? Looking very smazzy. I know, I always look smazzy, but this is just taking it a step further, I think. <laughs> are you jealous? I am extremely jealous. Good. I wish, I, wish you, I had the type of as, head for a hat, but I don't. As MC Hammer said, you can't touch this. I can't touch this. You're too right. It does look, it does look awesome. Yeah. We're going to have to look at this. Yeah, but don't tell them how long it took to get set on my head. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yes. Welcome one and all to our Halloween episode. Halloween. Of chai and chips. Can we just say pumpkin and chips today? Can we? Or is it pumpkin latte and chips? What? I don't have a pumpkin latte. Oh, don't you get <laughs> Okay, then pumpkin latte and chips. Well, she's destroyed that one with her. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Pumpkin latte. What was it supposed to be saying? Pumpkin latte and chips. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You know what, I've got it on good authority that actually, you know, we're quite popular, you know, in the paranormal realms as well, you know. I've heard from a few mediums. Have you? Yeah. What, people are coming on uh, to the medium and saying, you know, there's a couple of crazies over there, can you please shut them up? <laughs> yeah, actually. actually. <laughs> Did you get <guess? laughs> that's, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> I'll, that's right. I'll be disturbing other people's, what is that thing? Vibe. Called? Not the vibe, you know, that thing that they record ghosts on. The EVP. Yeah, the EVP. Are we... Are we uh, wrecking that? We're destroying the E and the V and the P. And P. That's right, so it is Halloween. It is. And we've and come with a very special episode. We have indeed. Mrs. Wait, Ash. Yes, Mrs. L. I have a question. Fire away. Since it's Halloween. Yeah. Do you have any amazing, amazing facts for us? Because, you know, you are the fa Let me get this right. Ash is the oracle from the Matrix. She is the fountain of all knowledge. So if Ash don't know it, it ain't worth knowing. It ain't worth knowing. Okay, so I have come with a few facts. Okay. The first jack-o'-lanterns were made from... Bananas, oranges, grapes. Grapes, oh wow, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? No, not grapes. They're made from turnips. What? Turnips. How turnips turned into turnips. pumpkins, I don't know. <gasps> They've been watching Blackadder. Blackadder. Did Blackadder have the... Oh, no. no. Baldrick wins Baldrick. elections <laughs> and he gets like one million pounds and he buys this huge turnip. Didn't Baldrick have those dodgy looking turnips and potatoes and what was it? If you guys don't know who Blackadder is, then you guys are seriously missing out. You are missing Watch out. Watch Blackadder. It's the one with the Prince Regent and in that episode, because the Prince has been spending millions and millions of pounds, he hasn't really, it's the fact that Blackadder has been selling his shit. So he's <laughs> running out of socks. So they have to go back to Parliament to get some money. And so, Rowan Atkinson do, does look pretty nice in that one. I hate Rowan Atkinson in As Mr. Bean. You know when he has like the ruffle? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So okay, the so next this one. one's the next one, yeah. So according to Irish legend, jack-o'-lanterns are named after someone called Jack who tricked the devil and was condemned to wander the earth, waving his lantern to lead people away from their paths. He was tricked. No, he tricked the devil and then he was condemned. Yeah, the devil got his revenge and said, you know what, here you go. Now wander the earth for the, for the end, till the end of time. And so that's what he's doing. But then if he managed to trick the devil, then surely he should be going to heaven, shouldn't he? No, I don't think so. Because if he's doing a boo-boo with the devil, obviously, then he's on the right side. I don't know. It's a bit like Ghost Rider, isn't it? Where the first Ghost Rider doesn't give him all those souls, but he still doesn't go to heaven. Oh, so until eternity, until yeah. the end of time, he has been cursed by the devil to just wander around and do what? He's been condemned to do what? Just wander the earth, yeah, waving, waving his, his lantern about. Leave people astray. 
Well, we've got GPS for that. There's no need for Mr. Jack O'Lantern anymore, is there? Yes. So, Mrs. Ash, crazy person. Oh, there's oh, there's this other one. Go on. Can I tell you? According to tradition, if a person wears his or her clothes inside out and then walks backwards on Halloween, he or she will see a witch at midnight. If you're wearing your clothes on, was it inside out and walking backwards, I tell you what, I don't know if you might be seeing a witch or not, you'll land up in A&E for sure. <laughs> walk right into a road. Hang on a minute. Haven't you worn your clothes back to front once? Once, many times, many times. But you know when you're in a rush in the morning? And then drop the mini monsters off in public. Uh, yeah. Oh gosh, yes. I Not only was I wearing them inside out, the, the top I think was back to front as well. And I had such a conundrum, I didn't know what to think. I was like, I looked down and there was extra threads and I thought, oh my God, my clothes are inside out. What do I do? And then I looked around and then I realised also at the meantime that my clothes were back to front and I'm thinking everybody else is looking at me thinking, what has she just been doing just before she's come out of the house? Oh shit. <laughs> I really was thinking that. And then I thought, now what do I do? There's so many people behind me. Do I run really fast? What so, so though they don't see me, but then I thought the people that haven't seen me that are in the front as well, they're going to then end up seeing me. So I was like, okay. So then I just kept a steady pace, <laughs> kind of walking. And then as I turned around the corner where I lived, I just bombed it down the road. <laughs> you know, it's it's a good thing you're by yourself because, you know, in that situation, I'm an amazing friend. Yes, because you Because if just, nobody's noticed, I'll make sure they do notice. You holler at everyone. <laughs> Are you wearing your clothes inside out and back to front? Ash, how did that happen? No, I wouldn't ask that question actually because you just, yeah, I wouldn't ask you that question. I know you too well. <laughs> I would tell you. <laughs> it could be something mundane like they were hanging on the line inside out and I put them on yeah. and then you'd invent something completely that just gave me nightmares. You. <laughs> yeah, it'd give me nightmares. We should have a just for today exclusively this one section where we highlight the one person or a few people we'd like to chuck into hell apart from each other we would like to throw some people into hell yes oh my god my apart from donald like... trump donald trump okay you go first all of the cabinet basically i would like to shove them into hell and hopefully they don't ever come back and then hopefully they get pronged onto spikes so mrs ash yes mrs Ash. can you tell me who you would throw into the deepest most acidic most fiery most hottest part of hell well, you know, Mrs. Al, normally we give out the Fitimo Award, don't we? Yes. So, but because it's Halloween, yeah. I thought what we would do is that we'd push somebody into Hal itself. I see. Yes. So, the Fitimo Award, normally we end up giving it to people that are... I would say stupid, basically. Yes. You've made a mistake, who are really stupid and dopey and have miscalculated. But this particular person has done something really totally gruesome. So, this happened in... Texas, America, in 1974, an eight-year-old boy by the name of Timothy O'Brien died of cyanide poisoning after eating Halloween candy. Investigators later learned that his father, Ronald Clark O'Brien, had taken out a $20,000 life insurance policy. He had poisoned his own son and also attempted to poison his daughter. So he was thinking of getting, was it 40000 So if he had insured their lives for 20000 each. Mm. He gave them candy laced with cyanide and basically killed them just for the insurance money. He did subsequently be given the death penalty by a lethal injection, but I think that they should have given him a lot severer. Like the electric chair. Like the electric chair. But what a horrendous thing to do. 
And you know when children are all happy and they go in and get the candy and they start munching it. Mm. Imagine looking at your child knowing full well that you've given them poison. I'm going to say your line. What's that? Fitemu. Fitemu jitwata. Fitemu. And you stay in hell and burn every day. There was no pearly gate. The only reason I knew I was in a cave was because I had just passed the entrance. The rock wall rose behind me with no ceiling in sight. I knew this was it. This was what religion talked about. What man feared. I had just entered the gate to hell. I felt the presence of the gate as if it was a living, breathing creature. The stench of rotten flesh overwhelmed me. Then there was the voice. It came from inside and all around. Who are you? I asked, trying to keep my composure. You know. The thing answered. I did know. You're the devil, I stuttered, quickly losing my composure. Why me? I've lived as good as I could. The silence took over the space as my words died out. It seemed like an hour went by before the response came. What did you expect? The voice was penetrating but patient. I don't know. I never believed any of this, I uttered. Is that why I'm here? Silence, I continued. They say the greatest trick you ever pulled was convincing the world you don't exist. No. The greatest trick I ever pulled was convincing the world that there is an alternative. There is no God, I shivered. The cave trembled with the words I heard. You know, I've often wondered, this got me thinking, you know how people keep talking about religion? Imagine if you go to the other side mm-hmm. and you wake up and there's nothing there and you think, damn, all the things I could have done when I was on earth. <laughs> Or it's an alien. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, you wake up and it's like the Matrix. <laughs> and you're getting flushed down the toilet. You're like, ah, I've got so much to contribute. <laughs> I do really hope that there is something. No, what's worse is what? when your puppy clogs and then suddenly you don't see the light. Or if you're really short-sighted and you're blind and you can't see the light and then you're haunting for the rest of the <laughs> you know, Do you know what I mean? Where's the light? Where's the light? Where's the light? Then when you go into your bedroom and it's too dark and you try and find the light switch and you just can't seem to place it and you're just going along this wall. <laughs> no, no, but I'm serious. You never that? thought that what if you die and you turn into a ghost? Do you know what? We're going to have to have some kind of a code so that, you know, if you do go to a medium or somebody and I'll come through and I'll say that a code word... Fucking tip wanker. <laughs> I was going to say chitty chitty bang bang I'll call it chitty chitty bang bang then <laughs> and you'll know it's me <laughs> yeah and if somebody calls you a fucking cunt wanker then it's me okay only problem is both of us have got really bad memory so when I've forgotten the code we'll be like fucking t- wanker a thousand times we'll be like I'm sorry this ghost is really abusive <laughs> you to, but you have to do it when you come onto television so like you know you have one of those TV mediums and they normally say is there a jaw a John, a Jeremy, and then is there a is there a f f and like you're you're telling the medium, tell her fucking tick banker, and I'll be there going, and the the medium is too hesitant to say, so it's like, is there a f f, and I put my hand up and I go fucking tick banker. <laughs> <laughs>
You saying that would be enough for me to turn to poltergeist and smash the place? <laughs> you fucking bitch, I've been haunting you every single day. I'm the one that's following you everywhere. I'm the one switching all the lights off. <laughs> fucking, if I was gonna haunt you, trust me, I'd do nasty shit to you. Oh, thanks a lot, tip wanker. <laughs> I think we should do my awesomely lame joke right now. Yours is not a lame joke. It is a fantastic joke. How would you know you haven't even heard it yet? I have actually. I'm really sorry. You cheat. No, I did. you know what it is, listeners? What we normally do is we've got this little thread going me and Sal. So whenever we think of ideas, I know it comes across as if we don't prepare. So then whenever we think of any ideas, we just throw it onto our little Chai and Chips podcast thread that we've got going between ourselves. And this lovely lady over here decided to stick her <laughs> joke on but. but Forgot to put the prefix, Ash, don't read this. And I went on and I read it and it was hilarious. You're such a cow. <laughs> but it's not my fault. You should have said, Ash, don't read this. I wouldn't have read it. I would have scrolled right by. <laughs> Three vampires are having a competition to prove who's the most vicious vampire amongst them. The strongest one starts first. Watch this, he said, as he flies so fast, about 100 miles an hour. After only 10 minutes, he comes back with blood all over his mouth. What happened? They asked. Did you see that house over there? Yes. Well, I killed the entire family and sucked the blood dry. Mm. Wow, fascinating, as expected from the strongest vampire. Then the eldest one takes the next turn. Watch and learn, he said, as he flies even faster at about 120 miles an hour. After only five minutes, he comes back with blood all over his mouth and his neck. What happened? They asked. Did you see that village over there? Y yes. Well, I killed every last person on that village and suck the blood dry wow magnificent truly amazing we can express expect no less from the eldest one finally the last turn belongs to the fastest one don't blink or you'll miss it he said as he flies really fast even faster than the other two at about 140 miles an hour after only a mere 30 seconds he comes back with blood all over his mouth his neck and his nose what what happened they asked did you see that big ass tree over there? Y yes. Well, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so they all did these huge escapades, and this plonk goes bangs into a tree, goes bang, goes da da. Something you and I would do. If that doesn't go with the tradition of our right. scratch that joke, we're scratching because it. Because that's right. a really awesome joke. You're right. supposed to be having lame jokes. And I it's am the so lame sorry. I am so sorry. So, okay. I'm going to give you a few lame jokes. What happened to the cannibal who came late to the Halloween dinner? I don't know, Ash. What happened? <laughs> they gave him the cold shoulder. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get when you cross Bambi with a ghost? A bambino. A bamboo. Boom. Exactly, now that's what it we It was mean. so funny, I broke a rib. <laughs> so, Dr. Professor Sal, it is that time where we have our segment called the Mushvara segment. Which is what, Dr. Sal? Uh, Mushvara segment is where some poor bugger who's completely stuck uh, has nowhere to go gives or no I was gonna say gives us a call but sends they us, turn to us they, they? They, they turn to us for our learned opinion and we then provide practical solutions uh, enabling them to resolve all their issues and concerns you know what you actually do sound very clever that's because actually in real life I am apparently are you dr professor ash first class senior plumber electrician extraordinaire yes this 
this is a problem which, yet again, I think is really an odd sort of problem that you've probably not come across before. I know a lot of our problems that we resolve very amazingly are unique, but this one is probably far and above a lot really? more We've unique. Really? We've had a lot, Dr. Professor Sal. I would like to say that Dr. Professor, Professor Ash, etc., etc., yes. this one is <laughs> far more, far more, far, far, far more than you have ever heard before. I'll just get to it, shall I? Shall I? That would be extremely good. Right. I've been watching you ladies for a while now, literally standing in front of you some days, but you don't notice me. Should I be calling the police right now? I'm a little bit worried. Uh-huh. Things got so desperate, I even knocked a huge fly into Dr. Sal's coffee and she just drank it. A fall the bloody cheek. A, a fly? Wouldn't you have noticed? Not really, to be honest with you. You probably weren't wearing your glasses that day. I probably was, I still probably didn't see I'm blind as a bat, to be honest. Extra protein, never mind. Yes, of course. So, I've been watching you ladies for a while now, literally standing right in front of you some days, but you don't notice me. Things got so desperate, I even knocked a huge fly into Dr. Sal's coffee and she just drank it. Anyway, 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 I digress. I am a not-so-recently-deceased person. My name is Enoch Daw. I died very suddenly about four years ago. It was a freak accident. A rhino escaped from the zoo and flattened me on its way to freedom. What a way to go. With a bang? Sorry, I'm rambling again. Anyway, my resting in peace... What do you call those? Inverted commas? Yeah. Resting in peace, in inverted commas. Yes. Was inconsiderately disturbed by my for- former date, Candida Fromage. <laughs> Ash? Yes. Ash? Yes. What's with her name? She's probably got a few issues. She needs to see a gynecologist. Does she know her mommy named her after a yeast infection? The less said, the better in case Mr. Enoch is around. I think we should call the Ghostbusters. Back to the mushroom. Get b- back to one of us. <laughs> yes, so yes, anyway, yes. So, sorry, I'm rambling again. Anyway, my resting in peace was inconsiderately disturbed by my former date, Candida Fromage, <laughs> who dragged me out of my, my, well, whatever I was, to have a chat with her. Probably his slumber. Yes. I popped into the medium chappy during the seance and had a go- jolly good chat with her whilst having tea and a digestive. Oh, that must be nice, mustn't it? Not having, not being able to eat and drink and then all of a sudden being able to have a digestive and some tea. If I was getting into that fucking medium, I wouldn't be having digestives and tea, love. There's a thousand things, a thousand and one things that come to mind, to be honest. And digestive and tea is the last thing on my mind. Oh, what was that? I don't know, what was that? Is he telling us to get to the point? Is he telling us to shut the fuck up? You're supposed to be a bit scared. <laughs> I'm fucking really scared. I pooped my pants. Can't you smell anything? <laughs> it was all larks and I said goodbye and I hoped she had closure. I thought, well, that's that. We're done. Now I can go and move into the coffin of that lovely Alberta Eustace with a lovely blue dress in the mausoleum across the way and we can rest in peace together. Oh, you animal, you know. saucy get any? Saucy, saucy. <laughs> However, before you know it, Candida, from my former life, dragged me back again and talked to me using a Ouija board. I thought she'd get bored and stop. 
but now three years later it's a routine. I see her more now that I am deceased and no longer alive and an of late person than when I was a mortal living and breathing human man. She is stalking me. My ghostly rites of quiet enjoyment of my coffin are being breached. Then one night, after watching Bridezilla, she asked me to marry her. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. dun. I declined, but she ignored my protests. Just before I was flattened by the deranged rhino, she had been cheating on me with the window cleaner. We had met on a speed dating night and then had gone out on a single date. I ended it with her after I found out. Then she started to stalk me on social media and even landed up outside my house. How do I get her to stop and leave me in my resting in peace? I try my utmost to resist. However, I am powerless to resist her summons. I'm in love with my dearest Alberta. If I don't move into her mausoleum soon, that yank Jeff with his dead blue eyes and half-rotten blonde hair with his snazzy gravestone will steal my love away. I entreat you, Dr. Senior Professor Sal and Professor Dr. First Class Ash, what should I do? Also, can you keep your answer brief, please? The medium who is helping me is charging me by the word, and so far, and so far, in exchange for her services, I owe her one haunting with one jump scare, one stalking with moaning noises included. I beseech you, please help me. By the way, your favourite pen that you lost last week is under your bottom drawer. <laughs> well, that's very nice of you, Mr. Enoch. No. No. So, should we get this advice out of? the way yes i think the we must hasten to do this the better uh, the quicker the better so if we just start on the yes ash yeah what's that in what is happening to your mirror right now sal i don't know but why I'm is it fogging up ash sal all of a sudden i don't feel very comfortable no and it's getting quite cold in here yeah oh my god is that your breath Yes, it's frosty. It, it, Ash, what's he? Oh my god, he's writing something. P S. Mm -hmm. Can you read the rest? Hang on. It looks like. Can you. Does that say please? Yeah, please. P S. Can you please get me a di discount? Discount from. The medium. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, of course, anything to help you, really. So I see that the poor chap is being hounded not only by his former friend, in inverted commas, but also now he has been tethered to this medium as well. Yeah, I mean, he's presented himself with some serious, serious problems. And I actually think that... Despite the fact that it's a, a, a sort of paranormal issue, I think we can give him some genuine advice to take away from here. He's being harassed and persecuted by this woman who's stalking him. Not even death has saved him from her stalking. A problem is a problem universal. So whether you're in this realm or in the next realm, emotions are emotions, aren't they? And I'm sure that we can give the correct advice because we are very understanding people. And that is the reason... That he's come to us yeah, and approached us. us. I mean, first, I've just got to say here that yes. basically that the medium that he took over that day to have a chat with Candida, Fromage, Frey, whatever her name is. 
Digest. I mean, digestive biscuits. Who has digestive biscuits with tea? I mean, at least have hobnobs. That's hobnobs. his first problem. <laughs> chocolate hobnobs. That medium should have had chocolate hobnobs. That's the first problem. Or a nice piece of cake. <laughs> you should. Enoch Do, you should haunt that medium just for giving you digestive biscuits. Yeah. In terms of moving into uh, Alberto's mausoleum, you're going to be really careful. Mausoleums are quite large, they're quite airy, and in the winter you're going to get all that cold air rushing in. Oh yes. And do you know what I mean? And there he's been dead for 4 years, it's all bones. All that cold, frosty air is going to get into his bones. It's going to make his bones brittle, it's going to break. So you need to make sure Enoch door that you have plenty of insulation in there, and I would probably advise you get a few quotes and get some radiators in there to keep you guys nice and snug in that mausoleum. Yeah, you don't want to end up with arthritis. I would actually suggest, perhaps Dr. Professor Ash may not agree, but I would suggest in this situation that perhaps you should agree to marry her. In fact, agree to marry her and then guilt her at the altar and then marry Alberta and elope. And that way you get your revenge. Elope to where? I haven't thought about that part. <laughs> it's just that if, if he does get married to... The world is his oyster. He's not restricted to one mausoleum, for goodness sake. No, but then every time she summons him, he needs to get present again, it seems like, because he's coming under duress. What I would suggest is that if he asks, or if he tells Jeff mm -hmm. that Candida fancies the pants off him, loves his Stetson, and is driven bonkers by a six-shooter, and really, really wants to meet him. You're speaking in a language I don't understand. What are these names that you're taking? A Stetson is a, is a hat, isn't it? Okay. And a six-shooter is like a pistol. Oh, okay. Now I get you. Now we're on the same page. Yeah. So... She obviously, Saito, she obviously finds this attractive. Yes. And that... She likes to play with danger. It's oh, like. yeah, I know. Exactly. And Jeff is all danger because, like, he's a yank, isn't he's it? He's a yank. Yeah. And yanks be liking their guns. Yeah, we won't go down that road. He should persuade Jeff to fall in love with Candida. Yes. And that way, he will have got rid of Jeff out of his life and Candida and he can do the deed with his missus in their mausoleum yes. but i am going to add one point also i do realize and i don't know if you noticed this that yes that, that jeff clearly has a problem with his hair does he how did you notice that because, oh, because of the blonde matted blonde yeah the say. rotten yeah he should use his head and shoulders i mean it's bad Not for him. or uh, tea gel maybe <laughs> what tea gel is good for fungal uh, infections of the hair and maybe our uh his hair his hair's rotten. If you put the antifungal, he'll be a bald yank. So, what is your take on this Dr. Professor First Class Electrician General Superintendent? <laughs> Superintendent. <laughs> well, I've had a bit of a long, hard think. And I'm trying to do the least amount of steps because I understand that our friend, Mr. Enoch, is being pursued by this medium to do all sorts of favours for the medium. Mm -hmm. I, I understand how that sounds even worse. <laughs> it sounded really okay in my head. Right. But no, he's not doing anything naughty naughty for the medium. Right. Just basically he's been tethered to the medium now. Right. Now, I don't know how this works because I've never, I've never actually had to deal with mediums myself. Mm -hmm. But, um, you only deal with extra larges. Yes. <laughs> but Dr. <laughs> Professor, Engineer, Plumber, um, yes. Sal, it seems like you like these kind of shows and you understand how mediums work. And they always tend to take 
people's names, don't they? Yes. So whenever they call out for somebody, they say, oh, is such and such person there? Is such and such person there? So it seems to me that you are connected by your name and that's how people can call you. Yes. I propose yes. that we change Jeff's name yes. to Enoch. Do. Enoch Do. Yes. <laughs> what a classic name, Enoch. Uh -huh. So beautiful. But I'm sorry, we are going to have to take that name away from you. And I tell you why. And I know it was your identity up till now, but we will have to change it. Yes. Because this is going to present itself as the solution to all mm -hmm. of your problems. Mm -hmm. Now hear me out, Dr. Professor Sell. Mm -hmm. This is a, a threefold solution. It involves one step. And that step being that we get Jeff's name changed to Enoch, which we can do yes. in this world yes. by depot. Yes. Okay. And then what are we going to do with Enoch? Okay. Let me tell you what's going to happen now. Just this one step will stop Enoch being summoned against his will and this will also get Candida out of your hair. <laughs> and I don't mean it like that. I am really sorry that she has been named Candida. Why they've named her Candida, I have no idea. And if anybody doesn't understand what Candida is, just Google it. Just don't press images because you don't want to see the images. I mean, I think I said in fromage sort of matches fromage the images. Kind of the images. <laughs> Who named her that? So next time Candida calls, Jeff will have to go, which means Jeff will be too distracted with Candida to even go after Alberta. So not only will this get Candida off your hands, <laughs> it will also get Jeff off your case and um, it will stop Jeff from pursuing Alberta. Should we say she would get Jeff off his coffin? Yeah, get Jeff off your coffin. <laughs> so when she goes through with the marriage as she was proposing, wasn't she? That yes. She wanted to get married to... Uh, our pal Enoch mm. and you did say that she that Enoch should go ahead with the marriage yes so that he can jilt her yes but what I'm thinking is does he really want to connect his name with this woman not really because she's already thinking that there's this big connection isn't there yeah um, and you don't want to jilt a woman either because you don't want that to lay heavy on your conscience and plus I don't think Alberta will appreciate that Get your revenge by connecting Jeff with Candida, mm. getting married to Alberta yourself. So when she gets when she goes through with the marriage, mm -hmm. she will be now tied to the person formerly known as Jeff, mm -hmm. and she won't be tied to our pal Enoch. Mm -hmm. Because for all intents and purposes, she's getting married to Enoch. She can't actually see him. Yes. But we'll have changed his name via Depot. Awesome. Gotcha. All right. So now I did say it was a threefold solution, solution. Yes. but we've got an added bonus. Mm. So you don't need to do any more hauntings for the medium as she can't summon you without your real name also, which means, hang on, we will have to change his name. So Sal, do you have a suggestion for what we can change his name? You know, because Alberta's name is Alberta. I think for him, his name would be nice, Albert and Alberta. Albert. And how about, what about a surname? Balsam. Balsam? Alberta Balsam? Yeah, it's a nice name. That's a champ. Okay. <laughs> you want to name not? Alice, isn't going to be offended. No. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Okay. So, 
Uh, we will change your name to Alberto. No, his name. He's already. He's marrying an Alberta. We're gonna change your. We could change your name to his Alberto. Name Alberto Balsam. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Might as well go the full hog. We'll change your name to Bo Five Alberta Balsam if you like, love. Look, your name now forever will be Alberta Alberto Balsam. Balsam. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you saying it like that, <laughs> Balsam? <laughs> So Enoch, if you agree with that, please give us a sign. Are you happy with that? One knock for yes and two knocks for no. Enoch, we will change your name via Depot. Yes. And we will get rid of Jeff. We will get rid of the medium and we will get rid of Candida. No, actually, I think Candida needs to go to the gynecologist. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get rid of her like that. But you know what I mean. What do you think, Dr. Professor Sell? I, th I think that our solution will resolve all of his problems in absolutely one goal. Yes. And I think that he will no longer be troubled. And I think he would have got rid of Candida. And I think he would have got rid of his rival. And he would have got rid of the medium. And the funniest thing is, Jeff, the bane of his life, will be stuck doing the medium's work. And I think that that's hilarious. And because the advice was so awesome, me and Ash should come to your wedding. Yes. As as your living attendants. Somebody's got to move one corpse to the other corpse mausoleum. I don't fancy doing that. <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you very much, Enoch, for your question. And... Bye-bye. Uh, Bye-bye. Don't come back. Somebody call the Ghostbusters. Keeping with the whole Halloween theme today, so... Mm -hmm. I've come with a riddle. Let's see if you can figure this one out. Go on. You're very clever and astute. I think you will figure this one out. My life can be measured in moments or hours. Proudly I serve while being devoured. Thin I am quick, fat I am slow. Fire is my friend and wind is my foe. Have a think about it and I'll give you the answer later. I've forgotten it already. <laughs> Shall I repeat it? Go on. Okay. My life can be measured in moments or hours. Proudly I serve while being devoured. Thin I am quick, fat I am slow. Fire is my friend, wind is my foe. What am I? So you have a think about that. We'll go to the next segment where you have a story lined up for us. I do indeed. Um, and it's a real life story, not one of the ones that I gave you earlier on. And it's one from the local news, I believe. And I'll give you the answer to the riddle at the end. Okay, so this article is about a security guard who has come across something quite odd. A security firm in Birmingham was stunned when they claim CCTV picked a woman in white eerily cutting across a, a central city building in the dead of night. A security firm boss has said he was left petrified after claiming to have spotted a ghost woman in a white dress stalking a building site. A photograph of the supposed ghostly apparition at the Birmingham building site has left many scratching their head over whether it is genuine or a hoax. The eerie image baffled security bosses at the site on Sherbourne Street after the movement triggered motion cameras in the early hours of Tuesday, August the 18th. The vision is claimed to have been picked up by the CCTV in the dead of night, but when security performed a full patrol of the area just minutes later, they found it all clear. The security boss at the site said he struggled to go back to sleep as he was so creeped out by the apparition of the woman, who appears to be wearing a dress and carrying an object as she walks through the site. Wow, I mean, we'll post this on our page, but I mean, that looks like Photoshop to me, I'll be honest. What's to say that it's not a hoax? What's to say it's not actually a woman walking across the site? Yeah, why are these images always so grainy and there's light flooding onto her? Absolutely. 
I could be yes. Illum- she looks fully illuminated to me. Yeah. But do you know my uh, husband was telling me about uh, an incident where in in Pakistan his friend lived in an area where after dark nobody went out in that whole neighborhood because supposedly the neighborhood was haunted by a a dead lady who dressed as a bride and apparently it was considered really bad luck to be caught by her mm-hmm. so my husband obviously went down to his friend's house not knowing this he knocked on the door suddenly he was dragged into the house unceremoniously saying what the heck are you doing on the street at this well, time well that's like, a that's a, in, a welcome for you isn't it i know the, the whole neighborhood imagine a whole neighborhood petrified about this crazy so what, what did they tell him that apparently it's a, a and how old is this apparition it's been there for years and years they've had this apparition and she just wanders the streets randomly in her full wedding garb wedding garb who's which is red obviously you know for that <clears throat> part of the country mm-hmm. uh, that part of the world so red wedding garb and just wandering I wonder what her backstory is it's quite interesting if you think about it yeah i mean I don't know what the backstory is to to be honest with you I don't think anybody in that neighborhood does but it's quite common in in, the, in that you were telling me about an old hospital close to where he lives close to where he lives I was going to mention the name but we better not um it's an old hospital from it was built by the British okay. uh, by the British Raj and uh, it was very very old and parts of it the older parts of it mm-hmm. are closed and there used to be an old morgue there and basically often people sitting on the other side of the old part of the hospital will see a headless man a headless man a headless man. man just walking across the grounds nobody goes in that, that part that would scare the shit out of me what do you mean i've got flipping goose pimples talking about it pimples and pimples he's pimples. been seen quite often by Apparently, yeah, he's been seen quite seen quite often wow that must have been a very violent death if he still is connected to that place because they say that when you see these apparitions and these spirits is basically when somebody has died so suddenly that their energy gets recorded onto the area around that place and it just keeps getting replayed again and again and again doesn't it that's why sometimes it's when like these things yeah it's like a set. when this thing is going through but it's not it's oblivious, yeah, oblivious it's, to everybody around them no no thing. because it's not a sentient being it's like a, you know you can imagine like a cassette recording mm-hmm. like you record your voice mm-hmm. that's your voice it's not you mm-hmm. you're not there mm-hmm. so it's just a recording which is replaying so in that circumstance if you're referring to that mm-hmm. it's just a recording which is replaying again and again and again it's not that that spirit but is there but this headless figure does he interact with his surroundings or does he just keep repeating that same action just walking past i have no clue because normally you hear with these stories that they just come out of the blue and they just go about their own way don't they yeah, some of them do some unless they're poltergeists or other things that would just want to cause mischief yeah but yeah it's a bit there's so many things on this earth that we don't understand we don't understand and some people don't believe i'm a skeptic but i do believe that these kind of things do exist i'm skeptical You know like shows like this what's it called most haunted most haunted I'm very skeptical of Ghost shows hunters, like that yeah. those kind of shows I believe that you know when there's so many people on site and they're trying to trigger off these spirits to come forward if they if these people who take part in these shows actually saw a spirit or got haunted they would never go back and try to poke and prod these other things from the other realm I believe they sensationalize the whole thing but spirits ghosts apparitions poltergeists whatever they are 
I don't think that you should really be approaching a haunted building and going in and actively looking for You shouldn't take think. it lightly at all because they can kill you and if they don't kill you they will cause damage. That's coming from a skeptic. No, I'm skeptical of the shows. I'm not oh, skeptic that these things exist. Right. They do exist. Mm. I'm skeptical of these shows who say that oh we've had this happen, we've had that happen because you really very very rarely actually see anything happening on screen. Yeah, I mean, I've had friends who've who've talked about having horrific experiences. Exactly, and it's not nice, is it? It's disrespectful to all those people who have actually had to endure something like that happen to them. Yeah. To have people on television trying to make money out of that kind of... I think in our culture, I think, these, you know, obviously, they obviously understand, our listeners obviously understand we have a Pakistani background. I think in our culture that the whole idea of spirits and ghosts and all the rest of it is that you, you don't go near them, you don't mess with them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and if you know that they're, especially with jinns and stuff, you know they're residing in a certain place, you don't bother them. So we'll leave that there. Yes. And we will end with our riddle. So you've had a bit of a think about that now. Yeah. And? Shall I just repeat it one last yes. time? My life can be measured in moments or hours. Proudly I serve while being devoured. Thin, I am quick. Fat, I am slow. Fire is my friend. Wind is my foe. What am I? Got anything? Wood. A matchstick. Close. I'll give you one last chance. I bet everybody who's listening is screaming at you right now. Probably. I'm just not a riddle person. I'll put you out of your misery. It's actually a candle. You know when you buy a candle? It says on there, doesn't it? I'm a four-hour candle, or a six, or an eight, or a nine. I hate you. Thank you. <laughs> I found this Sal. That's it. I'm happy. <laughs> I actually have one more. Um, just for Halloween's sake. Go on then. Let's try okay. it. So those who make me don't need me. You probably know this one. Those who make me don't need me. Those who buy me won't use me. The one who uses me won't care. What am I? I don't know. You really don't know. I actually do not know. Okay, it's a coffin. Yeah, okay. You get it? Yeah. It fits, doesn't it? Yeah. So those are my two Halloween-related riddles for you. Wow. We have been riddled out. But... Ash, I think we've had a fantastic chit-chat. We have. And I think that this has been an awesome Halloween episode. It has. Um, We will be posting up uh, clips of our uh, little escapade here today with you all. We hope you enjoyed it. It's the first time we've actually done a Halloween-themed episode. If you liked anything, let us know. If you want us to change anything, also let us know. Where are the places that they can contact us on? They can contact us on Facebook at Chai and Chips Podcast and Mrs. Ash. You can also connect with us over on Instagram at Chai and Chips Podcast. And you can also contact us. us Contest us. (laughs) You can test, yes. You can also contact us on Chai and Chips at gmail.com. Make sure that you like and you subscribe and you follow us and that way you'll get uh, notifications of when we drop another podcast and then you can listen to us at your heart's content. Oh, yes. Also, if you listen to us on iTunes, could you please leave us a review or hit the like button because it really helps with the algorithms. We know there's quite a few people listening to us 
We see you out there, all those people in all the various countries. We should actually. We see you up, all in podcast land. Yes, we will actually put up the list of the places that we know that you're from. Um, it would be nice if you could just kind of pop in and say hi. It's been nice talking. It has been nice talking to you. And I think we should go and wash our cups. Yes, we should. Bye, guys. Bye.